0: Hello and welcome to another Veterinary Team Training Podcast. I'm both the host and owner, Amy Newfield of Veterinary Team Training. Please check out my website at VetTeamTraining.com. Today I want to talk to you about the only trait that you need to be the most amazing manager or leader. It is trust. It seems so simple, that's really all you need. If you have trust of your team, if you can build trust of your company or your hospital, whatever that looks like, you're going to be an awesome leader. But there's a catch to it. Trust is built up of many other different traits and characteristics. And one of my favorite quotes says it so perfectly. Trust is a fragile thing. It's easy to break, easy to lose, and one of the hardest things to ever get back. So trust is the thing that all leaders and managers should be striving for. Because once you have it, well, then your team's probably doing great. But getting the trust of a team and everyone in that team, it's gonna take a lot of work. I love Brene Brown. If you're not familiar with her, you gotta just start Googling Brene Brown and start looking at her videos online or pick up a book or you know, listen to it on an audiobook. She's fantastic. As a leader, I feel like everyone should be looking at Brene Brown and some of the work that she's done throughout her career in order to help coach you into becoming a better leader. You can't really fail with any of Brene's information and data that she has out there. She also says that trust is one of the most important thing that any leader needs to have. And so... She likes to break down the seven elements of trust. I think it's fantastic. I love it. And in fact, in some of my podcasts, I have already broached some of these individually. But let's dive into what Brene Brown calls as BRAVING. So it's an acronym, B-R-A-V-I-N-G. And to her, she uses this acronym because there's seven letters in BRAVING. Some of you are trying to calculate that out in your head. Yes, Amy, there is seven letters, and she goes ahead and talks about the seven elements of trust. You need these seven elements in order to build trust. And I think in each one of these seven elements, it's pretty complex into what trust is. So let's start off with the B, which is the boundaries. And basically what that says is, you respect my boundaries, and when you're not clear about what's okay or not okay, you're going to ask. You are going to respect my boundaries, I will respect your boundaries. Think about what trust is. Trust is respecting other people's boundaries, and that's really important. If we violate our employees boundaries time and time again, they will stop trusting us as leaders. What do I mean by violating boundaries? As leaders, we do it all the time. We unfortunately call people on their day off and we ask them questions that are not emergencies. We're not asking them to come in, but a lot of times we say, oh, hey, just a quick question about this patient, or do you know where such and such is, or do you know what X, Y, and Z is? The minute we start violating that boundary of my personal time employees start getting annoyed and they start untrusting us just a little bit as leaders and that can be really hard to get back. So we want to respect people's boundaries and we want to do it to the best of our ability because we're going to step over people's boundaries and what's a boundary for me is going to be completely different for a boundary for you. For some of us, we need to get out at 5 p.m. every day Because we want to give dinner to our family and we want to kiss our kids goodnight. And we know that that's not going to happen every single day. But if we keep violating that boundary over and over and over and over, and we started off the employment saying, oh, yeah, you can get out at five o'clock. But now, for the last year, particularly during this pandemic, we've said, oh, I know, it's can you stay late again? Can you stay late again? Can you stay late again? Or that employee just keeps thinking they have to stay late again, and or we keep failing at our scheduling, and they don't get to go home on time. Yeah we're violating their boundary and they're not going to trust the hospital or trust the leadership because we have failed them in that. So yes, employees can tolerate some overstepping of boundaries. And we as leaders can, can tolerate that as well. But ultimately a lot of trust is built on respecting of boundaries reliability. Ooh, yep, that's the R in breathing. Reliability. You do what you say you're going to do. And this is tough because for a lot of employees, they struggle with having reliable managers. Ah, oh, this is one of the big ones is I always see that managers violate their own time. What do I mean by this? You stopped coming in on a schedule you now have flex time you come in when you want you leave when you want and the minute you become less reliable in your own schedule yep you got it is the minute your employees can't trust you as much it's true they don't know when you're coming in so you need to stay aware of your own reliability Don't overpromise, or you can't deliver. And so if you've used to have a schedule, but now you don't have a schedule, you need to have a conversation with your team. If you're going to violate your own schedule because of something that's going on in your own life, and now you want to have flex time, you need to let your team know as to why that's going to occur. But I see time and time again, managers get burned out just like everybody else. And you know what? I'm not going to come in exactly at 8 o'clock. I'm going to come in at 8.30. The team tolerates that, but now you're coming at 9. Now they're not quite sure when they're coming, you're coming in. You become less and less reliable. Or, here's another one, you used to always get back to them when, when, you e- when they emailed you. You always did. It was almost like clockwork. You got back to them within a day, and they felt valued because of that now you're getting tired now the emails are building up and so as a manager you're just I'm just not going to answer that one I'm not going to answer that one well now you are not as reliable and the minute you aren't as reliable that is the minute you start to lose their trust All right. The A in braving accountability. You own your mistakes. You apologize and you make amends. You don't have to be a perfect person to be a leader. Oh, my gosh. I have screwed up royally for any of you who've read my Oops, I Became a Manager book. Yeah, you know, I've done some screw ups. So I've done many more than what's in that book. Trust me on this. Royal, royal, terrible leadership fails so accountability just say you're sorry it's okay you're a human being and your team doesn't expect you to be perfect but you do need to own your mistakes and it's totally fine to say look i know that changing the schedule i thought it was going to be a good idea but it was an epic fail you guys were right i shouldn't have changed it i'm sorry and then make amends the the honest person is going to get that person or that team back on to trusting them a lot faster than if you sugarcoat it or dance around it. So just make those amends, apologize, and own your mistakes. That's really important. So the V in braving, vault. Vault means you do not share information or experiences that are not yours to share. You need to have the confidence of those that are coming to you, of those that are your team. And you're not sharing with anyone else any information about other people that should be confidential. This is a hard one for leaders to remember, especially since a lot of those people on your team, they're your best friends. If you've oopsied your way into a leadership role like many of us have, you've moved from the floor and now you are a manager or supervisor. You are best friends with some of those people on your team. Let's just say that you and Amanda are best friends and you and Amanda talk about everything. And you just recently moved into a supervisor role. You used to gossip about Darnell. Darnell, oh my God, he's always late. And now in a supervisor position, you need to write Darnell up. You don't have the right or ability to, sh- to take that trust away from Darnell by sharing it with your best friend. You don't get to do that. That's what vault is. You need to be a vault as a leader. You need to keep all of that to yourselves. And I hear what some of you are saying, but Amy, I need to be able to vent. I need to be able to decompress. You can, but not with that person on your team, even if it's your best friend, even if it was your maid of honor, even if it's somebody who's you written into your will, I do not care. You need to be a vault because everyone on the team needs to think and know and trust that you will hold their confidence. They can come to you and say, hey. I just had a miscarriage. I'm going to need a couple days off. And they're going to know that you're not going to go to everybody on the team or to your best friend, Amanda, and say, you're not going to believe it, but so-and-so had a miscarriage. That is not yours to give away. That's not yours to tell. You're a manager. You're a supervisor. You need to vault that. You need to remember that now you need to find a support system outside of the veterinary hospital. And those that you were best friends with, They need to respect the vault and not try to pressure you by picking the lock. And so many of our friends that we're friends with on our teams and leadership roles, they try to pick your lock and pick your lock and break that vault. Don't do it. You are a vault. All right. The I in braving. Integrity. You choose courage over comfort. You choose what is right over what is fun or fast or easy. And you practice your values rather than simply professing them. You have deep integrity of what you do. So if you expect everyone to come in on time, you also will come in on time. If you expect people not to gossip, you will not gossip. If you expect others to treat each other with kindness and respect, you will do the same. You will have the integrity to make sure that you're looking out for every single person on your team. No one says, you know, I really trust my manager, but he doesn't have great integrity. No, no, they go hand in hand. So you need to have wonderful, fantastic integrity And they will learn to trust you. All right, next one is the N in braving. Non-judgment. Woo-wee. First of all, call out that you judge. You judge. Everyone judges. Everyone looks at someone and thinks they're better than or they should have done something differently. You know, we had a bad storm here in the town that I live in and there was a lot of water on the road. And the police of my town Posted a picture of a car that had slid off the road in during the rainstorm and hit a telephone pole. The comments underneath that, I mean, this car was obliterated. And the police wrote, The individual's okay, but please be careful out there. The roads are dangerous. The comments underneath that, they were horrible. Well, there you go. Just that someone who doesn't know how to drive on the roads, maybe they should pay attention. You know, we know how to drive in snow, but yet when it rains, everyone turns into idiots. Wow, that is very judging everyone judges everybody because we all look at everybody and said, you should have done something differently. We all saw this during the pandemic. We all did. Oh, well, that person got COVID because of X, Y, and Z, or they should be wearing a mask, or we shouldn't be wearing masks. We were all judging each other. So here's the thing. If you want to gain the trust of your team or an individual on your team as a leader, you need to do the N in breathing, non-judgment. I can ask for what I need and you can ask for what you need and we can talk about how we feel without judgment. I need to hear from you as a team member about what you need and I'm going to tell you as a leader what I need from you and we are not going to put judgment on each other. And here's the other thing about non-judgment. It's basically assuming good intention, which I did a podcast about in September of 2020. So go check that out if you haven't heard about it. But Honestly, we need to assume good intention and not place our judgment on others, keeping an open mind to everyone on our team. All right, the last in braving, the seven elements of trust, generosity. You extend as a leader the most generous interpretation possible to all the intentions, the words, and actions of others. I want to be kind and generous in all of my thoughts to others. I want to be generous and caring and giving to my team. And if I can do that, they will know that I care about them deeply, that I'm truly empathetic for them, and they will learn to trust me. This is really important. Again, all of these things go hand in hand to trust. And like I said in the beginning, trust really is the only thing that you need as a leader. But if it were that simple, we'd all be amazing leaders. The thing is, I might have a trust of my team largely in part, but I might not have the trust of one individual on my team. I might not have the trust of my team largely, but I might have the trust of one individual. So I want the trust of every person on my team, not just the team itself, because that's, you know, a percentage. I want every person on my team to truly trust me. And I got to tell you, being a leader in various different roles in various different hospitals, there's always one or two team members that I don't have their complete trust. I failed them in some way. Maybe it was because I wasn't reliable. Or maybe because I v- broke a boundary. Or maybe, maybe it was because I violated the vault. And they know that other members know about things that I only they told me. Or maybe they didn't feel like I had good integrity. Remember, they're interpreting what I'm doing as a leader completely different than what other people's are. Maybe I judged them too harshly. And they felt like I completely judged them all the time. That's not fair. Or maybe they didn't think I was generous with them. Maybe I didn't care as much about their career path, or maybe I didn't give them the raise they felt like they deserved. And so my actions were not generous, or maybe my words were not generous. Maybe they saw me praising others, but I failed to praise them. And they looked at me like, what did I do? Why, why can't I get that admiration from you when you give it so freely to everybody else? So as a leader, when we're failing to gain the trust of an individual or an entire team, we need to look at that breathing. We need to be that person and say, what boundary, what reliability, what accountability, what vault, what integrity, what non-judgment or what generosity am I failing at? And if we can figure out that, then we can tackle that because it's one of those things probably. And to me, trust is the everything. It's the thing that as leaders, when we gain it, you better hold on to it. Let me read you that quote again. Trust is a fragile thing, easy to break, easy to lose, and one of the hardest things to ever get back. So as leaders, that's what we should strive for. And when you get it, That's like your unicorn moment. Someone trusts you. They truly trust you. They believe in you. And through thick and thin, no matter what happens in that hospital, they are going to trust you've got their back. Think about the people that you truly trust in your own life. I guarantee you, it took years, years, maybe even decades for you to trust that individual, for you to truly put yourself in their trust and care to say no matter what that person's got my back but then I want you to think about the individuals where yeah they voided your trust they did something stupid they told you a lie they cheated on you they yelled at you in a way that made you think I don't trust you so quickly all of that trust that took years to build up gone in an instant if you you find, in your leadership role, that the trust waivers from an individual or a team figure out where you went wrong in braving. What was it? Was it the boundaries, the reliability, accounting, vault, integrity, non-judgment, or generosity? And then do your best to make amends. Own those mistakes. Apologize. Be accountable for where you failed, and then hopefully that trust will quickly come back. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you look at your own team and decide, do they trust me? I need their trust and how can I get it? Check out all my other podcasts at vetteamtraining.com and keep on being a unicorn.